0: to the cat
1: and moose podcast i'm cat
0: and i'm moose this is a true life podcast where we explore the quirks of being human i'm going to make a loud noise so you know where to start
1: hey cat hey moose what are you doing i am um going over spelling for all of my new vocabulary that i have are you entering a spelling bee? I'm not entering a spelling bee. I'm literally learning things like, what does the word pandemic mean? Oh. Like, what does social distancing mean? These are words that I did not know yeah. two weeks ago. Agreed. By the way, is a pandemic or an epidemic better? worse? I don't know. Do you? I do. I okay. looked it up.
0: Pandemic, it means worldwide. An epidemic
1: can be just like an area. Oh, okay. So pandemic is is definitely much worse bigger and that's what is happening right now as a pandemic and that's the thing that you have to be literally living in a hole without any sort of communication from the outside world if you don't know everything that's going on with the coronavirus right now by the way i'd like to also flatten my curve you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I've been working on flattening my curve for years, <laughs> and, and the progress. Let me tell you, if the coronavirus proceeds in the same progress as flattening my curve, we are going to be <laughs> we trouble. are going to be staying at home uh, by ourselves for a really long time.
0: Which you know, I'm not so mad about. I'm really not bad about staying at home I- and and slowing down
1: and I'm, I'm not mad about slowing down or staying at home either what i am mad about is um the amount of time and energy that people spend on conspiracy theories when stuff like this happens oh it's great there, there's already so much mass confusion out there so why does you know a chinese foreign minister in charge of communication need to say that you know, a hundred American soldiers brought coronavirus over to Wuhan. You know, it's like, why, why do we need to
0: going back and blaming one another? It
1: is. And it's like, and also on top of that, if you're a Chinese citizen, you're not even allowed to have Twitter. So why is he tweeting to his 300,000 followers is what I'm saying. Wait, Chinese people aren't allowed to have Twitter. They uh, Chinese citizens are not allowed to have Twitter. I thought that was North Korea. I believe it's China from what I read. But wow. then again, who knows if what I read was fact or not. So anyway, this guy said that there's this thing called the World Military Games, which hello, what in the world is that? Have you ever heard of this? Never heard of it. Okay, so the World Military Games are somewhat similar to the Olympics in that since 1995, they've been happening every four years, but they happen each season every four years. So they are kind of happening all the time. Well, it's time for the Spring World military games and so military people from all over the world all 85 different countries they get together in a certain spot just like with the olympics and they have competitions and it's everything from parachuting to amphibious warfare to basketball to Why are we not watching that on TV? It's not televised and I'm like why in the world is it not televised? So anyway I went into this rabbit hole of like what in the world are the world (laughs) World military games because you know I'm fascinated with the military to begin with and I learned 85 countries get together they participate in all these things and the most recent one took place in Wuhan and so this foreign minister dude in China basically said it was because the american soldiers that came over to participate in the games they actually brought the virus with them um, from america to wuhan so it actually didn't originate in wuhan so right. anyway all is that is probably just saying, in
0: response to trump saying it came from china which who cares where it came well, who from who cares it's where here. it came from it's yeah it.
1: it's like exactly like well like what are we going to do about it and how do we protect our people like right. i think that's really the the biggest question so um Anyway, to answer your question, I'm working on my new vocabulary and also studying the world military games.
0: That's fascinating. It's so what have you been doing? I mean, you know, we're recording this in real time. Like, what have you been doing the past few days as things have started shutting down?
1: Well, I went grocery shopping a couple of days ago. Like went in? I did. Delivery? I did. No, I went in because I thought if I choose a delivery service, I'm still going to have humans touching things that are coming into my house. So I might as, to me, I'm like, I'm just going to go grocery shopping. Also, I figured there would be a lot of stuff out of stock. So I wanted to be able to choose, you know, if I don't have the kind of spaghetti sauce I want, I want to choose whether I want ragu or Newton's or whatever it is. So it said in, you know, nutritional circles that when you go to the grocery store, store, really you should stay out of the middle aisles. You know, Mm -hmm. you basically want the produce, you want the protein, you want the things that are like on the outside perimeter of the grocery store. So I was thinking when I went to the grocery store the other day that that's what was going to be really picked through. And it wasn't. There were plenty of potatoes and tomatoes and cabbage and lettuce and all the things and plenty of like meat in the meat department and bread and all that kind of stuff. But what was missing was the stuff on the middle aisles. So like what we've been hearing, you know, paper towels, Mm -hmm. toilet paper, literally nothing to clean yourself with was available (laughs) at the grocery store. Like there was no soap, there was no dish soap, there was no laundry detergent. And thankfully I didn't need any of those things, but I I found it really fascinating. Have you been grocery shopping since?
0: Well, I popped into a Walgreens today and, um, cause I'm like, I'm not going to go into any box store, you know, or anything like that. I'm just going to run in here cause I needed some Benadryl. And, uh, it was so interesting i actually walked out with gloves they had like an end cap that was all the stuff that everybody's been wanting really yeah and um it was funny same idea there was like two bottles of soap left and then (laughs) just randomly it was all these Clorox products but they were for cleaning a toilet and it was sort of like a suggestion of like we don't have what you're really looking for but we bet this crap has some good stuff in it yeah
1: (laughs) you you might pass the coronavirus through your feces or your urine in your own toilet so you might want to clean that
0: yeah so they so but I did buy some um gloves and I was surprised as I'm standing there I'm like wait am I feeding into this But at this point I'm very much Taking it seriously I don't know what I'll Use my gloves for but if you need some, I got 40 pair.
1: Well, and I I think that we've been taking it seriously all along. I think what what has been more difficult to take seriously is what are the ripple effects of it. You know, early on we talked about, hey, this is really a big deal especially as it relates to our senior population. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like they're the most vulnerable for all the reasons that seniors are the most vulnerable. And um, so I think we've been taking it seriously but what you don't know how to do is go well, what do you do when the gas station's out of gas? What do you Mm -hmm. do when the the store is trying to promote cleaning your toilet when really you just want to clean your hands (laughs) you know we don't know how to respond to that and then there's been all kinds of hoarding and all of
0: that and it's like there's so many opinions online you know and you know one person says this isn't as big of a deal and then everyone yells at them and says you know you're the reason why it is and Mm -hmm. anyway we are no experts here as you know
1: and so we're simply saying stay inside you know what? Enjoy it. Stay inside. And let's talk about that. What can we do during this time of, you know, staying home, being isolated? Let's talk about that. Well, it's interesting because, you know, we
0: talked about the, in a previous episode, we talked about Liz Gilbert, you know, that idea that's like chasing you and stuff like that. And it's like, this is the perfect time. Perfect time. Because here's the reality. Yes, many of us still have to work, even though we're choosing to be, you know, to stay at home and do that. But, you know, a lot of people have more time now. And so I feel like this is an opportunity to go, what is that one thing that I've always wished I could do? I mean, you and I talked about this podcast. It wouldn't have ever come to life if we hadn't had the Christmas break to kind of... You know, talk about it. so it it is an opportunity for people to jump into
1: a new season. And I think it's also an opportunity for us to really intentionally be others focused. You know, like one of the things I thought about is I thought I've got several sponsored children through different child sponsorship organizations, and the the mail that I get from them and that I'm supposed to send to them just gets stacked up on the right side of my desk until I have either a vacation or a break, and then I'm writing my child letters and stuff like that and I'm like golly like first of all why am I not doing that more regularly that child hopefully really enjoys hearing from me but it's things like that it's like how do we you know I I saw the vlog brothers the other day talk about oh my gosh you know what I did is I called a friend Hmm. I just called a friend and we talked about kids and we talked about coffee and we talked about life and how nice it was to not really have an agenda but to just call and and Talk to a friend. So I think there's a lot of opportunities to do big, wonderful things during this time. But I also think there's some really small high impact things that we can do as well like family time and my god go outdoors they, they're not saying stay in the four walls of your house <laughs> no i just saw an entire article that one of the phrases in there was
0: simply fresh air is the best disinfectant you can have so oh, like, really you know unless all of us go hiking at the same time i'm not suggesting that <laughs> A but group hike yeah go out and walk one of the things that I thought was so sweet, I, uh, you know, like the Nextdoor app yeah. where you, you know, can be in contact with your neighbors. Um, I saw, usually, <laughs> usually it pops up and it's like, oh, gunshots. Did anyone else hear that? And right. then everybody's finding if they're gunshots or fireworks. But, um, this one popped up and I clicked on it cause it just looked really sweet and it said, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. And it was just like basically saying if anyone, you know, is homebound or, you know, is quarantined or whatever it is, you know, I'd love to run and get you groceries or do you need toilet paper? And I was like, that is what we need to be doing right now. Like we may not be able to be in touch, but with FaceTime, especially, I know a lot of people are worried about going and visiting their grandparents because of, you know, it's, it's more serious as you get older. Um, and it's like, man, this is where we can use technology and let it be, you know, at its best. Hello. You know, one more thing I just want to throw out and it's a really, um, healthy way for you to support, especially older people in your community. Um, I had this neighbor where I'm currently living that, um, I think has a lot of needs. She's Mm -hmm. elderly and, um, And, you know, I've tried to help her to and from the store and on all of those type of things. But I actually found out her address and now I just ship her Amazon Prime groceries. And so she doesn't know it's from me, whatever. You know, like those are simple things we can do if you're like, I have a neighbor. And honestly, lots of um, people get more stubborn the older we get. Like (laughs) I think about my grandma. She would always be like, don't send me anything. I'm fine on my own. That's a way for you don't have to actually hand deliver it to them or touch them. You can just (laughs) deliver a box of some canned goods, some box food. Like, I mean, all you have to do is find out their address. So stalk them and then mail them things. Stalk your people, mail them things, and you yourself can change the world. I actually want to say not just Amazon Prime. Shop small and go to actual individual stores if you
1: can first. Especially if they're open.
0: Online. The internet is always open. (laughs) Like my sister called me last night uh, over FaceTime and she was like, cause she's been the one that's not been as freaked out about all of this. And she's like, uh, okay. I was like, Oh, you're finally taking it seriously. Right. And she's like, I said, call me anytime you're lonely. She's like, that's what I'm doing right now. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, so I think that's the key thing is like, be sure, even though we all need to kind of,
1: Quarantine ourselves, you know, stay away from folks. It doesn't mean you can't call your people. That's right. Call your people, write letters. Oh my gosh, what if we were to put pen or pencil to paper and actually send a letter? Now sanitize it before you send it, but you know, write a letter, (laughs) write a letter, call your people. You know, it's important, like, you know, whether it's mom or sister or friend or cousin, like I was in touch with one of my cousins from my dad's side of the family recently who I haven't talked with in years and it has been the most delightful reconnect with her mm. and I, I just I think that's really important and it's something that it shouldn't take a pandemic to encourage us to do these kinds of things but it's here and we can focus on doing those kinds of things and hopefully make a greater impact in, in other people's lives in our own amen speaking
0: of new vocabulary items I saw the phrase quarantainment
1: Quarantine-ment. quarantinement quarantinement so yeah <laughs> nice.
0: quarantine with entertainment put yeah. together yeah i love that and i love that so i thought it would be fun for us to share some of our favorite things that we like to do it kind of feels like christmas break again it does. maybe we can call it spring break And we don't have any idea how long it will be, which is kind of fun in some ways. Yeah. Um. But like for you, like what are some things on in your brain that you would love to accomplish, or even just chill out and do things you've never had to? Or maybe I could just (laughs) keep talking and not let you talk. But what do you think? What do so are you before you share? My God. So what are some TV shows and and podcasts, things like that, that
1: you love that maybe we could suggest
0: people check out?
1: Well, I learned how to listen to podcasts about six months before we started our (laughs) podcast. (laughs) So I'm still learning how to listen and subscribe. But one of my favorite ones to listen to is uh, hosted by my friend, Andrew Osenga, and it's called The Pivot. Um, He basically talks about or he talks with people. He interviews people who have been through an experience in life where their life has pivoted because of... You know, whether it's a tragedy or whether it's an amazing thing or whatever, it's like their life has been going one direction and then it has something has happened and caused it to go in another direction. And I think it's a really fascinating podcast. So I would definitely encourage that. I love to read. My only problem is that I fall asleep when I read, even if it's entertaining reading, whether it's a novel you know, self-help book or something on Chinese medicine or whatever it is. So I, I advise reading, but I recognize that for me to get through one book, it's going to take us being quarantined for like six years. <laughs> do you like audio books? I, I do. But, but do they also make you fall asleep? They, no, I, but I end up getting distracted because I I'd, I'd try to do too many things at one time. And then I'm thinking about what I'm doing and I'm not listening to the words that are being said. Um, but one book that a friend of mine told me about recently is a novel. It's called The Silent Patient. Okay. And apparently... According to her, the plot of this story takes several twists to the point that when she was telling me the plot of the story, because she knows I'll never read the book, like at best, I'll go see it if it turns into a movie. Same, yeah. So I was like, go ahead and tell me the plot. And every time she would talk about a different plot twist, I would be like, oh my God, no way. <laughs> so the, the Silent Patient is apparently a really great book. I and- love that our recommendations are from our friends because we don't read books. <laughs> <laughs> no, i watch plenty of TV. Yeah. I love Outlander i oh my gosh there is a new season of the Sinner. that guy is oh, so messed you up you were just telling me this i don't say that guy because i don't know who that guy is well it's a, you'll know that there's a guy that's okay. crazy and it's the not center. a female yep. Epis- or, so it's season three i think so okay yeah yeah i think so and um there's a movie called Maiden that is about the first female only uh, sailing crew that sails around Ooh. the world. I mean, it's been out for probably a year and a half now. Yeah, but I saw that. It's good. Yeah, that movie is amazing and inspirational. And um, speaking of sailing around the world, my dad used to watch this series called Victory at Sea. And it was basically about the different wars in our world's history so world war one world war two and what happened on the oceans and i used to always sit there and go dad how can you watch this it is so boring because it's in black and white it just looks like a bunch of ships like shooting missiles at each other but it's actually a really fascinating uh series that i would highly recommend if if you're into uh, military history what's it called victory at sea victory at sea Mm -hmm. Okay, so I've read one
0: book my entire life, or no, two, um, and I would recommend one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Big Magic, we've talked about it before by Liz Gilbert, if you haven't read that. Also, there's a book called When Things Fall Apart by Mm. Pema Chondron, or Chundron, or Chondron. Anyway, she's an amazing Buddhist woman that it's just an incredible book, and it's really timely if you want to check that out. Also, Glennon Doyle just released her new book called Untamed, which I actually am going to read. I would encourage anyone to read every and all Anne Lamott books. Yes. If you haven't checked
1: her out. Um, I want to throw in there Martha Beck's Finding Your Own North Star. I uh, love that book. I love
0: Martha Beck. Mm
1: -hmm. She's great. Do you know she and Liz
0: Gilbert are like best friends? I didn't know that. She's, I think she's Liz Gilbert's mentor. Mm, Makes sense. Yeah. Um... And then also I was thinking the insight timer, the app, um, Mm -hmm. as far as mindfulness, Mm. you know, a lot of people are encouraging that, which I would as well. And then there's, as you know, I have a favorite on there. Her name's Sarah Blondin, Sarah with an H we'll put links to all these in the show notes, but all of her meditations are really special. I feel like they talk directly to you Mm. and she doesn't buy like the time. So you could do one for five minutes or you could do one for like 20 minutes. Also some of my favorite TV shows Oh, my goodness. Happy Valley, Top of the Lake, uh, Broadchurch. One of my favorites is Mindhunter. Also, my all-time favorite TV show, which I don't think you would ever watch, is called
1: The First 48. Have you ever heard of it? I've heard of it, but I, you're right. <laughs> I haven't ever watched it. Do you like true crime stuff? The thing is, is that, like, I I, I think there's a lot of bad things that go on in the world, and I, I just don't, I don't know that I want to hear about even more of it there's something about it
0: that i used to go to bed every night to forensic files or the first 48 that's terrifying well yeah it makes me think you're going to kill me in the middle of the night well i do i did have bad dreams i'm getting over it but anyway the first 48 it's on a and e and um it it has a new uh season and i'm crazy about it but It is literally documentary of real murders that happen. So maybe you're not into up. Maybe you are.
1: (laughs) Maybe you are. If you are good for you, I will probably just, you know, sit over here and watch uh, National Geographic and (laughs) things like
0: Planet Earth. (laughs) Oh, speaking of National Geographic, there is a new TV show called The Cosmos Mm. that is supposed to be incredible. I love stuff like that. Check that out uh and as far as podcasts i have a long list i actually wrote
1: them down okay the first one is called the cat and moose podcast right oh wait but you're already listening to that if you are listening
0: okay so as far as podcasts the oprah winfrey show is now on podcast so is dateline and so is forensic files hello that is
1: fantastic
0: and then if you are like me uh and you like ghost stories or like curious stories about ghosts or spirits or things like that there is a show it's basically people calling in and telling their stories called jim harold's campfire one Mm. of my favorites i've been listening to that for like 10 years and then brene brown has a new podcast super soul podcast if you haven't gone and listened to those everything on there is amazing oprah interviews everyone from amy schumer to all kinds of amazing spiritual leaders um The Murder Squad
1: is one of my favorite podcasts. <laughs> it's, it probably is because you seem to really I'm noticing a theme. <laughs> wait wait wait. And so it's the guy who
0: caught it, it's from the My Favorite Murder girls. It's their oh, okay. podcast um network and it's the guy who caught the Golden State Killer.
1: Oh. And yeah, a friend of mine him. is kind of obsessed with that. Yeah.
0: So it's um he's the one who figured out the idea of going and getting the geneal- genealogy stuff okay we are experts here um and then is there anything else on the list obviously my favorite murder and then i also love one
1: called the vanished check it out check them all out things to watch and listen to during quarantinement. the spring break of 2020 that is who knows how long <laughs> Okay, the human race is absolutely brilliant. There is no questioning that. So, we would love to hear from really brilliant humans. What are you doing during this time, this downtime that has been unexpected, that comes with tragedy, that comes with sadness, but also comes with opportunity? What are you doing with your time? We would love to hear about it and we would love to share it with other people. So, shoot us an email. Let us know what you're doing during this time. Hello at and Moose podcast.com. With a K special thanks to our producer
0: sarah reed to find out more go to catandmoosepodcast.com cat and moose is a bp production